Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Tonight's show is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. Come to our showroom at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins and find out why we say everything cars made easy is not just an ad line, but a way of doing business. Online at petersontoyota.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Get the best in Las Vegas barbecue at our original location, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, or at your next Allegiant Stadium event. M-Drive, you're never too old to start building lean muscle mass or help your immune system. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which of our specially designed products is for you. By Topgolf, our all-weather facilities mean you can practice your swing or learn how to swing a golf club 12 months a year. Find any of our coast-to-coast locations at topgolf.com. Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations serving the freshest Mexican food, including the all-day breakfast burrito since 1995. Metro by T-Mobile. See one of our store locations for details how to get a new 5G phone free when you switch to Metro and trade in an eligible device. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey in a world-class city. Black Bear Diners. Bring your appetite as we serve up home-cooked meals with a smile at any of our uniquely styled restaurants all over the West and Midwest. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better nationwide or worldwide. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Watch all of the action from the league's eight teams. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans, as it may be. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, a raspy-voiced Scott Strandy with you tonight from Centennial, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on that beautiful estate on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you tonight? Uh, I don't sound as raspy as you, but I like it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to need a cigarette soon if we're, if we're done here. I mean, holy smokes. Yeah, I'm sounding kind of tough. Wow. Uh, luck, luckily, I'm, I'm not as bad. I'm not nearly as bad as I sound, which is a good thing, because uh, I got some well, big interviews tomorrow. But uh <laughs> great. I, I wish I had uh, – this is – Maybe I should do some promos now with this deep, uh, big voice of mine. Yeah, this is the this is the time to do those. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh man, things are getting crazy in the hockey world, in the college hockey world. Yeah. Uh, we're getting close to playoff time. The pairwise is jumping all over the place. The, uh, the conferences are competing to see who's going to win their overall conference if it hasn't been decided. Um, and, and teams are trying to find a spot that, uh, gets them their best opportunity to advance. Well, listen, and you have two conferences, by the way, uh, NCHC and, and hockey East that you can guess where some of the teams are going to be in their conference tournament. 
but zero positions are settled one one way or the other whether you're talking about the top the bottom or the middle <laughs> yeah i know i was uh i was at denver today as you know and uh visited with coach carl and mike benning and they let um, you in and brett staple oh yeah yeah they let me in and uh, when i was visiting with them i had the opportunity to uh to ask them a little bit about not only the rivalry but about how everything was going and um uh, you know denver's taking it pretty even keel i mean they know they've got uh, a big series this weekend and um, they're going to let the chips fall where they may and play their best hockey and go from there. Uh, I just figured after after last night that they weren't going to let me win. No, I didn't. That that wasn't me. That was you. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I, it might have been me, but, you know, I figured at some point they'd be like, uh, can we, we not talk to him again or something? I mean. No, I, I think it's just they're going to use that as motivation, to be honest with you. They're going to really? say, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll show that guy that uh, seven is not where we belong. And uh, the pairwise has us right in the number three if, spot. So if, if we'll find win, out what do happens. Do I get a ring? Uh-huh. If they win, do I get a ring too <laughs> since I'm providing the motivation? Uh, no, I think they got their own motivation. But they'll just use yours as a little add-on. Okay. I mean, listen, I mean, why not? Um, you know, if, if, if that's what it takes, I guess, um, it's, it's, you know, it just, you know, that's first of all, um, not that I did it for this purpose. I did it because that's the way I felt, right? You, you're, we're, we're talking about, uh, analytics and eyeballs and I use my eyeballs this week, you know? Yeah, and you know what? I think uh, I think you used your eyeballs very, very well because it, for this week, um, those were the teams that were probably deserving of where they ended up. Um, I'm going to tell you though, it's probably going to change next week because I think there'll be some uh, some motivated teams that are going to be moving along and um, two big series in NCHC, obviously Denver and Colorado College, but North Dakota traveling to Omaha—that's going to be another huge series because. Omaha is trying to battle to stay alive and, and see if they can get their way into the tournament. And North Dakota is trying to win the Penrose cup. Well, let's, let's put it this way. And, and this is what I will say about that. First of all, um, there was a game tonight. I don't know if you're aware of this. You may not have been aware of the schedule, uh, but there was and, a game of hockey East tonight and it affect the pairwise. And Northwest Northeastern. I was about to say Northwestern, wrong league. Um, and Vermont sounds and like the a result good kill. That game. I'm do sorry. we know an outcome? We do. We absolutely and, do. And and uh, that is that game was a one nothing Vermont victory. Ooh! They got a power play goal midway through the second period. And. They turned back, you know, uh, Northeastern had 26 shots and didn't get any past the goalie. And as a result of that game, as we use this as a prime example, Northeastern went from being in the tournament to being out of the tournament if the season ended today. Oh, that, that's just how tight it is, isn't it? Well, it is crazy tight. And that's why, you know, uh, you're going to see, I think for this late in the season, you will see a lot of drastic changes or you could see a lot of drastic changes. 
based on, on, on the games that get played because they are just so tight. I mean, and like I said, there's groups, right? We're, we're pretty much assured that Minnesota State and Michigan are going to finish 1-2. I, I don't really see a scenario where the gap is small enough where Denver makes it up or Minnesota makes it up. But there again, you're talking um, maybe Michigan and Minnesota State move around a little bit. Okay. Although they probably won't because, uh, well, they might because the uh, tournament start this weekend. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for, for, for some, and... some conferences, they do yeah. start this weekend. Yeah. Well, Atlantic, for example. Well, I think they all start this weekend except for the NCHC. Uh, maybe you're right. Oh, no, maybe Hockey right. East, I don't think so. They're not done yet either. Um, but the Big Ten, uh, I'm pretty sure they start this weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll move. Uh, Minnesota State won't, I don't think. Let me see if they play this weekend. I'm, I'm not sure if they start theirs this weekend. Oh, yep, they do. Okay. Um, so, I mean, Minnesota State's playing St. Thomas at home. Now, once again, they play the game, right? Now, imagine the pairwise hit that Minnesota State takes if they lose one of those games to St. Thomas at home. Ouch. Yeah, that would hurt. Okay? And that's not to, to sit here and say that it couldn't happen. The, the odds are against it. Okay? But, you know, that would be a big hit to Minnesota State's pairwise and maybe moves Michigan State up. I mean, Michigan up a spot okay um maybe michigan loses to michigan state this weekend in the big 10 who knows yeah exactly right, right. But, but then you look at three four five six those three spots are tightly bunched and anything can happen there and seven eight nine ten eleven you know, uh, teams have to play an extra game this week. You know, this this weekend, or if you're an NCHC team, you split. That could drop you, move you around. Now, as we as we look at it, and once again here, this group here: Michigan Tech, Ohio State, Lowell, BU, Northeastern, Merrimack, Clarkson, Providence, Connecticut, Omaha. Even maybe if you really want to stretch it all the way down to Cornell, that's a ten game. That's a ten team group. I mean, that, that there is so much room for movement. In I think this I think two things, Paul, that that I'm really intrigued about are number one, who wins the conference tournaments, because uh, the parity I think could lead to some upsets this year, like never before. Maybe teams that aren't uh, in the pairwise going into the tournament win the tournament and take a, an auto bid. Um, we saw it happen in uh, ACHA hockey like happens every year. Uh, it could happen NCAA-wise. The other thing is, um, and I think Minnesota Duluth is the biggest example of this, um, you have to have a better than 500 record to uh, qualify for the tournament. Minnesota Duluth, if they lose these two games, they're going to be – at 500 
Well, also, if, if, if they lose these two games, uh, they would be at 500. But they, have, they would then have – either way, they would have to win two out of three in order to advance in the NCHC tournament. And if they don't do that, it's so tight that it could knock them out. Now, I, I, I'm not saying this because they're your Bulldogs. But that would My be chaos. That yeah, would be chaos. That would be chaos is correct. It, assuming that they would, say, lose that first-round series after getting swept this weekend and still Wait. be in a spot where theoretically they would be in the tournament. And I think that's probably the most interesting part of the NCHC part of the, the uh, last two weeks is if we know that St. Cloud is playing in Duluth this weekend, if uh, those two should end Cloud up, I can't win though. I know, but if those two should end up battling uh, again in the first round of the NCHC playoffs, that would be at the site of the, uh, the home team, which could be either one right now. Yeah. And that could be very deciding if it's in St. Cloud state, like you brought up several times uh, on that big ice surface, that could be, um, that could be tough, but you know, Minnesota Duluth has played them down there and, and uh, is been it down? okay. So it's going to be interesting. No doubt about it. Is it down? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, once again, I don't know the geography here. Um, yeah. From, from Duluth to St. Cloud, it's going down the state. Yeah. North to south. Okay, I've just, I've just double Northeast checking. to southwest. Okay, you, you would know. I know. I We're don't. gonna take you on a tour of that once. As long as it's <laughs> July. Um, so, so, is it possible that that St. Cloud goes into Duluth and, and and takes two this weekend? Sure, it is. Is it likely? Uh, I I don't know. I I can't imagine. I shouldn't say I can't imagine. I can't imagine. What I, what I, it just, let's just say that would be an upset if St. Cloud swept Duluth in Duluth. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They they would still be an upset. Yep, without a doubt. And North Dakota's just doing North Dakota things. They're just climbing the pairwise because they continue to win and get stronger. Uh, The question is does North Dakota have that one and done team this year? Can they get into the tournament and win one-game scenarios and get themselves a national championship again? Um, I don't think there's a question as to whether or not they can. Uh, They are one of the hot teams in the country right now. Um, We know they are a team with a lot of talent. Right, plenty of draft picks on that team. Jake Sanderson, who everybody says is the best defenseman in the country, probably is. I'm not saying he's not. Um, you'd have to convince me that somebody else was better. Okay. Um, and they got hot, by the way, without Sanderson in the lineup. Yeah, that that's uh, the okay. whole truth and nothing but the truth. Um, 
Okay, we're going to get back to this in a minute. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with two things that are passionate to my co-host. We're going to have one frustration. You know what I'm talking about. And we're going to come back with one favor. And that favor is the Minnesota State team that's not getting enough love in my my uh, co-host eyes. And the frustration comes from out west at Arizona State University. Stick with okay. us. We'll be back in about three minutes. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans, especially our NCAA hockey fans. This is our Tuesday night staple, College Hockey Southwest Weekly. A raspy-voiced Scott Strandy with you in Centennial, Colorado tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. 
Uh, Paul, I teased going into the break about two things that you are very passionate about. One is a frustration. One I'm going to call a favor. Which would you like to start with first, my friend? Um, I, I am, I am okay either way. I am, but the mere humble. Uh, okay, let me choose for you. Let me choose for you. Tell me the favor. Tell me about Minnesota State and uh, why they're not getting enough love uh, for being 31-5-0, and uh, a Frozen Four participant last year, the number one ranked team pretty much all season long. Why are they not getting the love that you think they deserve, Paul? Well, first of all, I think you're going to sit there and, 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 and you're going to hear people say, oh, well, look at the conference they play in, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, they're, they're – their schedule. First of all, um, their non-conference schedule, UMass, defending national champions, at UMass, by the way, where they swept. Okay. Uh, they split with St. Cloud. Okay. Um, in a in a in a non-conference tournament, they beat Providence and, and lost to Michigan. Okay, and. They swept Duluth in a home and home. Okay, uh, they beat my Sun Devils twice. All right. So basically, uh, they lost two non-conference games. They lost to Michigan, and they lost to St. Cloud. Okay, and really the. They lost in the, in the league. They lost at Ferris State, two to one, early in the season. And they lost at Northern Michigan, a team who has been who flirted with the top sixteen. And their other loss was a one nothing loss at Lake Superior. And they're not sexy. Right, they don't have the number one draft pick on their roster from the NHL. They don't have seven first round picks on their team. Um, Their conference, listen, Michigan Tech could is, is likely to get a tournament bid. You know, Northern Michigan. Like I said, they flirted all year with, you know, with being in the the 16. Okay, um, and they're still in the top 30 in the pairwise, so they're in the upper half. So is Bemidji State. Okay, um, you could sit there, and you'd say people are like, yeah, well. Uh, um, you know, um, they have the best goalie in the country, and goalies are great. But once again, you know, if you watch hockey highlights, if you see ten hockey highlights, how many of them are are saved by the goalie? Two. Maybe three. Um, they have a, a great, a, 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 a very deep lineup. 
Okay, they they go three lines deep, led by Nathan Smith. Um, and by the way, they're a young team still. By the way, yeah, yes, they okay. are. They're they're top twelve in scoring. There might be one senior, maybe two. And like I said, there's not a lot of first round draft picks on that team, and all they do is win. And all they and have was, done all year is win. That was going to be my comment, Paul, because a lot of people made a lot about Quinnipiac for a long time uh, with the winning percentage that they had. But you know who's number one now? Minnesota State, 31-5-0. and right. Quinnipiac's number two with 28-5-3. and So they are the, the best record team in all of hockey. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, it's It's... It's, it, they have the best record. Them and Quinnipiac are the only two teams that are close to not are not close to having double digit losses. Okay, Michigan nine, Denver eight, Minnesota eleven, North Dakota eleven. Like I said, those two teams are as hot as anybody in the country. Okay, uh, pick a team. Notre Dame's got nine losses. They're really hot right now. Uh, BU is flying up the charts. But they're still on the edge of the tournament. They have eleven. They have eleven losses. Pick your team. I mean, and and all Minnesota State has done is win. And maybe if Quinnipiac had won one of those first two games, or you know, um, I'm sorry, I, I'm thinking of UMass there for a second. But you know, it, it, if, if the East, if the teams in the East Coast didn't start off so slowly, maybe Quinnipiac would 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 be up higher. I mean, for the most part, I've had them up there in the top five most of the year. Okay, and maybe I'm not giving them enough respect. Or the well, we have more time for that next week. So <laughs> I, I think you I'm made your saying. point very, very well that the Purple and Gold, the Mavericks of Minnesota State, uh, deserve a little more uh, love and affection for what they've done. Let's start with an 861 winning percentage. Let's start with the best record, the most wins. I mean, just go down the list about what they've done. They they are very deserving of being the number one team in the country. And uh, I, as you so eloquently put yesterday or in a tweet today that uh, they got the monkey off their back now about getting to the frozen four. And and now just they're uh, they're poised. They don't have to deal with that again. Just winning in the tournament. They got... You know, they had never won an NCAA tournament game until last year. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's a favor. I think we've made the point on that. Yay, Minnesota State. I think you deserve your number one spot. No arguments there. Okay, here comes the frustration. And for many people out there, they they know what's going on at Arizona State. Um, Paul's an alum. He is uh, – uh, hold on a minute. You're not just an alum. You are a diehard alum, and especially a diehard Arizona State alum. And I don't think there's anybody, and I'll challenge anybody out there who is uh, more devoted and following that hockey team more than you have since their inception uh, six years ago. Um, so the frustration is there. It has nothing to do with Coach Powers and the team. It's got everything to do with the team that they're going to allow to share their building. So tell us your thoughts. Well, apparently, and, and good for ASU, if they're able to get two sets of naming rights 
for the building. Um, apparently, they are going to announce the the I don't know the the naming rights for the second sheet on Thursday. And good for them. You 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 got naming rights for two sets of naming rights. Good for you. Awesome. Whatever. That's 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 the business now, right? Of, of college. Of, of you know, you get the. It's still a business. As much as we love what happens on and off the you know on the courts or the ice or well well yeah of course you. it is and and let me just uh, say a quick preface to that uh, that. That ice sheet is uh, known as the community iceplex. It's going to be where there's going to be Sun Devil practices and and things like that, but also be used by the community quite a bit. It's just an extra ice sheet, so uh, that that makes a lot of sense. And kudos to Arizona State for being able to do that, right? And uh, and to build that extra ice sheet. Yeah, I mean, uh, as you know, there's never enough ice. Never doesn't matter where you go, Paul. It, it, it doesn't matter where you go. Um, there are not enough rinks. And you have situations where any anywhere you go, that, that's why you have youth leagues playing at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's why you have adult leagues playing at midnight. One, it's a business for the ice rinks. We get that. But you still, there's not enough. It's not enough because uh, you go to any of the other rinks in Arizona. Okay, you go to any of the other rinks. I mean, when we were at, at Irvine two years ago, the whole place was being used. All those rinks were being used all the time. That is a fact. Okay, so where's the frustration? What's what's going on um, that's got you frustrated? There's this needs to be set straight. This is not a situation where this is an ASU and Coyotes rink. This is an ASU building. And any inference in any sort of uh, wording of any sort that makes it seem like this is a dual occupation is a load of crap. And people on the Coyote side saying, hey, look at our new building. No, it's not your building. It's not your building. You didn't spend a dime to build it. You didn't raise a dime to build it. And if the people chosen to run the building weren't in so tight with the NHL, which I'm sure was a factor in this, and okay, I, you know, it is what it is. This is not a building for the ASU and the Coyotes. This is the ASU on-campus rink. that has a tenant 40 nights a year. 
and I may not have the platform that equals other people in terms of notoriety, in terms of longevity, in terms of anything else you want to think, but I am not going to sit here as long as I have a platform and let that mantra or that idea to set in without going back at it. And they can say what they want. If, they, if, 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 if the professional team wants to get pissed at me, okay, I don't care. Not their ring. And, and let's, and let's not, clarify it this. Is not their ring. Let's clarify this. We had Coach Powers on who told us exactly that. Um, this was a rink designed and paid for and built by the founding fathers of Arizona State. They graciously allowed uh, the professional team, which I don't think anybody anywhere thought should be playing in that building, but uh, they were up against it mostly because of poor planning and uh, just lack of uh, places to go. And Arizona State graciously opened up their doors to allow them to play there. So while, while the Coyotes need a place to play and whatever, they should be uh, really gracious to Arizona State for allowing them to be in there. And I think sometimes because of the NHL, it comes across as if um, they're the big brother and they're allowing Arizona State to play in their own building. Now, all I know is the line is the main arena where ASU and the Coyotes will play. It's not a shared building. And any inference to make it sound that way will be come back at. I'm just not, it's just not going to happen. I, I'm, I, I refuse to let that happen. Paul, like and I, I think said, we've heard enough from, from your fellow alums that agree with you. You know, like I said, this is, this is not a situation where I'm not saying I want the Coyotes to leave. I want them to stay in Arizona. But don't be don't be playing that game. Don't be pushing that narrative because I'm going to push back. And like I said, I'm just a little peon with a podcast. I don't have the following of other people. I'm not knocking other people. I don't have the, I have the ASU longevity. But no, needs to be made clear. This is not the Coyotes arena. And words matter. And how words are used matter. You know, when when you watch a politician speak, you have to figure out what's going on between the lines. This is no different. 
very well said. Story. Yep, very well said. Um, okay, I want to do this. I want to take one more quick break. I want to come back and uh, and let's start talking about uh, some of the other action going on, and i.e. the Atlantic Hockey with the uh, Air Force and Army. I mean, that what a season. What a season. To think that Air Force and Army would be matched up at West Point in the opening round of the Atlantic, or not the opening round, the second round of the Atlantic Hockey Tournament, it's just uh, befuddling to me. I just never thought it would come out that way. But uh, Paul and I will be back in about two minutes to uh, to discuss that as well. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DRURY-IN or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, indeed it is. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Our raspy voice, Scott Strandy, still with you from Centennial, Colorado tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein on a beautiful Long Island, New York. Okay, the uh, frustration is over. The favor is over. Time to start talking some Atlantic right, hockey, by, Paul. By the way, like yeah. you say raspy. I don't know. If you start singing happy birthday, Mr. President, we might, uh, <laughs> you know, that might uh, come out much, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You are something else. Um, right. Anyway, okay. uh, I had a chance last week to experience uh, Air Force versus RIT in Atlanta hockey. Um, senior night for one Alex Schilling who I will sit down with tomorrow for a feature. I've been dying to do this for about oh, six months now. Right. Uh, so that'll be fun. Also visiting with Chad Demers. Uh, Air Force did a terrific job uh, 
honoring him during brain cancer uh, awareness time uh, about three weeks ago. So I'll visit with those two tomorrow and have them up on the website and uh, on the YouTube channel. Um, But Paul, if I would have told you beginning of the season, Air Force, Army, battling it out in the second round of the Atlantic Hockey um, playoffs, what would you have said? I would have said, can we make it to finals instead? (laughs) I'm not knocking the other teams. But obviously, I would much rather that be the championship game and have the winner uh, go to the NCAA tournament. But, you know, that can't happen. So, um, Well, as Coach Ferratore told me after Saturday's game is at least the service academies will be represented in the Atlantic Hockey Final Four. That's so true. Uh, that's a good thing for him. And, and uh, you know how proud he is of the heritage and about playing Brian Riley's team. And um, Army came to Air Force uh, late January. Now Air Force returns a favor in the playoffs. Best of three. Winner advances to the Atlanta Hockey Final Four. The loser's done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're going to get more intense. Regardless of, the, of, I doubt of it. what other matchup you want to talk about, and regardless of 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 what conference you're talking about, right? You have a, a, a an Air Force team that you know, as we know, has one senior in Alex Schilling, and you know that he's going to want to go out, you know, with a as and keep this going as long as he possibly can. Army has a few more seniors, you know. They're they're and they're and they're playing at home. But you know, as we've stated on this program, and as we have uh, detailed on this program, the most unique rivalry in college hockey. Yep, no doubt there. And we get a three-game series. And, and by the way, Paul, the other service academy, Navy, has advanced to the ACHA National Tournament. So how's that? The uh, service academy is putting some teams in the national tournaments. Well, listen, I mean, uh, we're, we're waiting for Navy to say, all right, fine, we're going to jump in the pool and join our brothers at the other service academies. And, and jump up to the D1 level. Stop with this nonsense and let's go. We need the stalls. Let's go. Absolutely. And uh, AIC is kind of the cream of the crop in Atlantic hockey, but we both know what happens at tournament time. Strange things tend to happen, especially in Atlantic hockey. Well, listen. You know, it's when, when you sit there and you talk about The, the 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 one bid league, and you know one day hopefully they'll get us they'll uh, be able to jump up and get a, a a second bid. I you know they didn't have the pairwise last year, and I still thought Army should have been in, especially as hot as they were at the end of the season. Okay. Um, 
but AIC, uh, just, you know, they're, they're so close. They were so close to having a chance to, 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 to win an at-large bid if they didn't win the conference tournament. And the pressure kind of is all on them. Yep, it certainly is. Because they ran away with the conference. And, you know, they, they struggled early in the season and turned it around, turned it on, and basically went six weeks without losing. And even with that, a couple of their losses are in shootouts. But unfortunately, it took them out of any chance to get an, a, an at-large bid. And they're going to be the monster. There is no doubt. Okay. Um, they'll have the benefit of the week off. While the team they play in the quarterfinals will have to beat each other up at Bentley and Niagara. With Bentley being the home team. And you're just... it, You know... And usually what happens in situations like that, if the team that's that's coming in without the rest, their biggest advantage is in that first game. Because sometimes when you don't play, it takes a period to kind of get your feet under you, especially if it's your first playoff game. And we know the playoff pressure is different. Oh, without a doubt. So, you know, uh, when you haven't played and you're playing in that first playoff game, you know as well as I do that teams have to kind of get their feet wet, kind of get their bearings. So if you're that team that played the week before, your best chance to get a, a stranglehold on a, on, a, on a series is to win that first game, especially in a two out of three, obviously. But when you're playing for your life and every team in that conference is playing for their season in every game, you know, they're not eighth in the pairwise. Yeah. Yeah, Atlanta Hockey's going to get one bid this year, and it's going to be the winner of the conference tournament. Right. So, you know, it, okay, it's so, sit there. So speaking yeah. of a conference that's going to get probably four teams in, the Big Ten, um, this is the difference between the haves and the have-nots. Minnesota, Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, the top four teams, all have uh, winning records, um, 18, 16, 17, 13, uh, in succession. And then uh, the bottom three, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State, all have six wins. Uh, it, it's it, it's crazy, but again, it's a, it's one of those formats where somebody could steal some games and, and win that tournament other than Minnesota, Michigan, Notre Dame, or Ohio State. Oh, well, listen, absolutely. Absolutely that could happen. I mean, you're sitting there and, and you're talking about a situation where, and all of these teams have gotten hot at some point during the season. 
Um, where, you know, Ohio State was pretty consistent for most of the year. They faltered a little bit here at the end. Would it shock you if Penn State wins? No, not at all. Um, Notre Dame should beat Wisconsin. But Wisconsin's got firepower. They can score. And maybe they're yeah, playing the wrong team. They just need hot goaltending is what they need if they're going to move on. So, you know, that's that's the thing there. And Notre Dame is the most defensive-oriented team in that conference. And they've kind of blown under the radar, too, a lot this year. Okay, now it's my turn to give some love, and it's going to go to the independents, Paul. Arizona State, LIU, Alaska, all playing each other, all have played each other. Um, uh, some Like Arizona State and Alaska played each other four times. LIU will play Alaska four times. Mm-hmm. And LIU and Arizona State will play two times. Uh, the last one coming up in two weeks uh, at Oceanside when they close down Oceanside from NCAA hockey. Um, this, this Paul, uh, is going to be the changing of a conference. You and I have talked about it. We've joked about it, but it's getting closer and closer to reality. Could this be the Great Pacific West College Hockey Conference? I'm hoping. Yeah, me too. But you got Arizona State, LIU, Alaska Fairbanks. Oh, no, we know Anchor just coming on board. So there's your four right there. No, no, no. What? LIU's not. No, that's silly. (laughs) I'm just saying they're independent at the moment. So uh, no, listen. uh, If they end up in the same league with Alaska's, and there's something wrong. I don't say ultimately that's where they're going to end up. I'm saying that it's a possibility to start unless things explode more than uh, they have already, which we know is uh, on the tipping point right now. Well, we, we don't know. Uh, we have presumptions. Um, and if it's one thing that we have learned, we have learned to have, I don't want to say zero expectations because that's not probably not phrasing it right. But we know that you can't um, you, you can't really uh, try to figure this out because and, and you are closer to it than I am, so to speak, in terms of physically being there. But don't we hear different rumors every day? Um, yes and no. Yes, there are different rumors, but a lot of them are, um, are statements that continue to be the same statement. It's just a matter of we're waiting for it to be put into action. Just like um, Augustan has announced that they're going to, build arena and, and well, go forward. Building it. Well, I know they've announced it and started building it, but until they actually uh, put a team on the ice, anything can happen. Could it? Yes. Likely? No. They're likely going to have a team and move forward. But same thing with, uh, with Lindenwood. And I'll say this until I, uh, until I'm proven wrong. 
Um, Linden were undefeated in the ACHA ranks. They just won their conference again. If yeah. they win the ACHA tournament next week in their own building, um, don't be surprised if you hear an announcement four, five, six days later. Um, see, that's the problem. Nothing would surprise me in any direction. You know what? I said nothing would surprise me in either direction. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, and, you know, re let's remember, ASU came out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly, but one thing that they have in common is what did they do first before no, they but jumped? You're, but you're, I, I understand what you're saying, but when they won, okay, nobody sat there and said, oh, that's it, they're getting ready to jump. They played another year after that. Yeah, right. They went, to the, so they went to the final four of uh, of the ACHA that sec that next year. The hand the handwriting was on the wall though, and maybe even beyond the wall. <laughs> it was winning cures a lot of things, and if you've done the right things and you find the right people, winning is a lot of times the the last step, and that's what Coach Powers has preached to everybody he's told at the ACHA level, and uh, a lot of people laugh at me when I say it, but. I'm telling you, that is as big to him as a building, money, and uh, team support is. You cannot make this jump if you can't win at the level you're at. And uh, as you know, I saw Oregon and I saw UCLA, and uh, both of them have aspirations. Oregon a lot uh, more direct and concrete, I think, than UCLA at this point. Point, But let's... let's Let's look at this thing in reality. They played at the M2 regional level, and while the games were close, neither one of them was able to win and get to the M2 national tournament. Right. And we all know there's a huge difference between M2 and M1. So right. well, it, you're not ready for D1. I don't care how much money you get. You have to build a program that that shows some success. You can't just – gather up 25 guys and go, okay, we, we recruited 25 guys. We can win now. No, it doesn't no, work no. that way. First of it all, does not work that way. First of all. Just ask LIU. Well, man, I, see, wouldn't, wouldn't they be the unique of unique cases, though? They announced they were going to play and make the move. Right, and we all know how that's shocked everybody. Yeah. Then the pandemic hit, and they, you know, they were ready to play, and they made the arrangement with Atlantic Hockey, like ASU made with the Big Ten. And then you come back and and, and see what they've done this year. And I haven't been able to ask anybody there. But I'm guessing at some point we will, and, and I'm pretty sure I can tell you what the answer will be, that this was the way they were going to go in their first year with the hybrid schedule. And when I say hybrid, I mean 
a mix of D1 and D3 teams because a lot of those D3 teams are in their other sports conferences. You know, the other sports on, on, on campus, the conferences that they're in. So there was a relationship there. And I think that's the way it was supposed to go. Now, if they're doing that next year, that's a different story. Yeah, it's well, it's yet to be determined. Let's hope that they're the outlier. But I can tell you right now that that the roadmap that Coach Powers has laid out for teams includes winning where you're at before you consider moving. That's and that's my statement that I'm saying with uh, Oregon and uh, UCLA. They're, you know, a lot of people go, well, UCLA, they've got all kinds of money. It doesn't matter. The money's got to be put in the right spot with the right people, the right program. And you can't just go um, M2 to AC, NCAA D1. It doesn't work that way. Well, you not gotta, from one year to the next anyway. you got to move up the levels because well, you've got to feel the competitive team and you got to get it right. I'll tell you right now that uh, both those schools have a lot of catching up to do to catch up to the Western Collegiate Hockey League teams on and off the ice that I've seen out here in uh, ACHA M1. And I'm talking UNLV and UNLV had aspirations five years ago and they had to take the steps and uh, they still haven't, I don't even think they've won a tournament game yet. So it's going to be a big week for them as well. Listen, this is what will be good during the summer. You know, we always wonder what we're going to talk about once the season ends. And you never seem to struggle. No, hockey is a year-round thing. College hockey, all of it's a year-round thing. And, and, and I think that we are going to see uh, – uh, we, well, we'll probably have a lot of this kind of conversation during the offseason from a lot of different perspectives, hopefully. Um, right now, we just – are waiting for these conference tournaments to start and who's to see, you know nobody knows you know uh, what happens if teams decide to switch conferences yeah i mean there there could be all kinds of chaos and i'm guessing there will be all kinds of chaos over the next five years so you know, but if we could add one more conference, I think that would be really, really good because right now Arizona State, LIU, and Alaska are the three independents. We know Anchorage is going to be an independent next year. We don't know about Huntsville. We're not sure about Robert Morris yet, are we? Where they're going? Um, we think we know where they're going, but we're we not think sure. They're going to go back, but it's not been announced yet, right? Who knows? Um, the the assumption is that they will go back. Maybe not next year. Right? Are they still going to start 22? Are they starting next year? No, that would be two, or 23, 24, right? Yeah, 23. Okay, so, you know, who knows who could move around between now and then? It's going to be fun to keep our eyes on it, but. Between now and then, we've got a lot of hockey to be played, including this weekend. I will be in Colorado Springs on Friday night at Magnus Arena on Saturday night. My uh, laptop will be fired up with uh, four screens so I can see what's going on in NCHC.TV. 
Um, I can hang out with oh, Michael will probably be in his house or his <laughs> apartment or whatever. Uh, at least until Saturday, depending on what happens at North Dakota and uh, and Omaha, uh, that and, that could determine where he goes Saturday night. But and we are working on trying to figure out a way to get up in a couple of weeks. Uh, it w- it'll uh, help if we can get the actual game times, and I think they just they may have just released those, so I can get a. You're talking Air Force Army. Yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic. That I think just the environment, Paul, for you to be able to get there and see the environment uh, of the Service Academy series would uh, would blow you away. It blew me away when I saw Air Force and Army here during the regular season. So I can't imagine a playoff series. But well, because you know that that series is going to go three games. Yeah, yeah. I do have to get up to go to work Monday morning. <laughs> And it is, by the time I would leave, probably a two-hour ride home. <laughs> Sunday uh, night. Well, I'll tell you, even if you see the car, I don't know. If you see one or two games, it would be well worth the trip just to, you know. I told you Brian Riley wants us to come up there, wanted me to come up there too, too. So we'll uh, we'll see what we can do, but. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, in the meantime, just keep your eyes on what's going on in the pairwise because this could be the weekend of a lot of movement. Absolutely. I don't think anybody should be comfortable with where they are, except for Minnesota State and Michigan. All right. Well said, my friend. Take it away. College Hockey Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios has been brought to you by Burrito Express. Our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. Top Golf. Our one-of-a-kind experiences bring your gathering to another level. Go to topgolf.com and plan your outing today. Peterson Toyota, serving the Fort Collins, Loveland, and Windsor area since 1968 at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins or at petersontoyota.com. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 5G access with every Metro plan at no extra cost. The NCHC and nchc.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. Black Bear Diners, whether it's our Friday fish fry or the prime rib specials on Friday and Saturday nights, you'll always feel like you're at home. Find your location at blackbeardiner.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, professional atmosphere and a world-class education. Caesars Resorts and Casinos, an iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, come and get our slow-smoked ribs or pulled pork or any of our award-winning tastes at all Allegiant Stadium events or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. I am Drive, refine your drive and don't let your age beat you. Go to mdriveformen.com and get started today. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Wow, I just flipped on ESPN Plus. Your Islanders. Three minutes and 18 seconds to go in the second period, leading the Avs. 
Hush. Three to two. Hush. How about them Islanders? Hush. I hear you right in my backyard. uh, The New York Islanders playing the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, We'll say good night. Little Roger Klein, the peacemakers to everybody to join us again Sunday night. It's going to be a huge wrap up show. We're going to be doing this college hockey Southwest live and that'll be the end of the regular season for everybody. Paul. So we'll know where everybody stands heading into the playoffs. Well, remember there are conference playoffs this weekend. Yeah, I know. And I guess that's not totally true because Arizona State will play LIU uh, next weekend, and uh, that will be the end of their regular season. So, Don't don't, don't rush it. I'm in no hurry to have it. (laughs) You just want Tuesday and Thursday games if possible. Yes. (laughs) All right. Have a good night, everybody.